Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business. A business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them, and then use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. Hello there, playful mompreneurs. It's so great that you're joining me for what is the coming of age of the playful mompreneur. This is episode 21. And so for the playful mompreneur's 21st birthday, I thought I'd take a little pause from regular programming to really turn the mic on you. And yes, I do mean that literally. I would like you to ask me a question on playfulmompreneur.com. So head over there and there you will see a nice big red recording button to say start recording. And I want you to record me a 90 second or less question that you would like me to answer here on the Playful Mompreneur podcast. And I think this is hopefully a really fun opportunity for you to be featured on the podcast. So I'd love, of course, for you to give your name, but feel free to give your business name and one of the places that we can follow you online if you'd like to do that. But bear in mind that you have 90 seconds to ask your question. So keep the questions really clear and concise. So I'm going to play your question as you ask it on the podcast, and then I'll answer that question. If necessary, I will bring in some guest experts. Maybe it's some of the people that I've interviewed already that can weigh in on an answer to your question, or I will, you know, scramble through my Rolodex of my network at the moment to get a guest expert in to answer your question. And we'll see how we go. I think what I'm planning is that we'll put sort of three or four questions together in the same episode. So head on to playfulmompreneur.com and go and post your question. But what I'd like to do now is just to talk about some of the questions that I will be able to answer and some of the kinds of topics that I really do believe that other mompreneurs will be asking about. So let's talk first of all about the Playful Mompreneur back catalogue. So the previous 20 episodes in the season so far, if you have listened to any of those episodes and there's been like, wait, Shelly, what about this? Or what about that? Or how does this apply to me? Fire away. Those are great questions. And then I'm going to go through in a minute a few topics that I would really love to be chatting about, but I want to put it to you and just see like what of those topics, which of those topics would you like me to talk about and to address? But first, let's just go through the back catalogue of the episodes that I've done so far. And I just want to raise some of the things that I've brought out in the episodes 
And I want this to be sort of like fertilizer for your brain to go, all right, this is what I want to ask about. And this is what I'm curious about for my business. Okay. So in episode one, I went through what does it mean to be a playful mompreneur? And that's where my dear inner critic, Cruelette Smithers, interviewed me and asked me the questions that I am going to be asking all my future guests on the Playful Mom Pretty podcast. So if you want to get to know me, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, a little bit more, then head on to episode one where you will hear me getting a little crazy because you know who Cruelette Smithers really is, you guys. <laughs> so that was a really fun episode to record and so far that is my number two episode in terms of the number of downloads so I think that episode really resonated with a lot of people because we all have our own inner critics right and I think a lot of people wrote to me and said oh my goodness this is so fun I want to name my inner critic so one of those people was Amanda Jefferson and in episode 14 Amanda then talks about her inner critic who she has named Mandy and talks about what Mandy does and what she says to her and how she judges her, um, particularly in in terms of her parenting. So perhaps you've got a question around inner critics and dealing with your inner critic, how to deal with your inner critic. Then in episode two and three, Wendy Ng talked about how she had this moment where she realized she was so overburdened by the world of adulting and that she was never ever doing anything for herself and it was at the point where she realized she had let go of something that was really near and dear to her and that was dancing and when she had that realization she immediately reintroduced dancing into her life And from that point, she was then able to make changes in her job, really empowered changes, um, so that she could organize a job share for herself and so that she could then start her own coaching business as almost a, a side business to her regular job. And she is doing that. She is rocking that. And so in my reflection episode, I talk about how she created that life and business that she wanted and how you can do that too. So perhaps you've got some questions around how to create the life and the business that you want, even in the face of all this uncertainty, it is really hard, but you can create the life and the business that you want with a lot of intentionality, um, but it's totally possible. And so talking of that, the next two episodes, episodes four and five, were with my current coach, Rowena Mabbitts. And in my reflection episode, I picked up on a quote that she shared in that interview episode, which was so cool. And it's a Thomas Jefferson quote, and it says, do what you can with what you have where you are. And it was a really powerful quote. So I think if you are having trouble designing your life and designing your business to fit your life. That's a really good quote to come back to. But perhaps you have some questions, and I'm sure I can get Rowena back on the show, if you've got questions based off of either of Rowena's episodes about intentionality. She's a life coach, and she specializes in career and confidence coaching. And really, she's helped me so much in my own business as well. The next pair of episodes were from Brandy Mabra, 
And Brandy is all about being unapologetically savvy in your business and on stepping up as CEO of your business. And she is just such an amazing CEO and human being. And so in my reflection on my interview with Brandy, I talk about being bold because Brandy really is bold. She has taken a lot of I would say really calculated risks in her business. She has been so confident in the way that she has has run her business. What I also love about Brandy is that she takes regular breaks and those CEO breaks, as she calls them, are amazing for brain power and for your overall business strategy. Then I had my first South African mompreneur on the show, Lynn Hesaman, and she was just a delight. We, Lynn and I now have actually forged a, a business friendship over that interview that we did that day. I've been on her Facebook Live and I just think this is testament to just really the community element of being a mompreneur. So perhaps you've got questions around community as mompreneurs, finding community. And so Lynn and I had such a great interview that this was one of the episodes where I had to cut out a whole piece of the interview and I packaged that as a separate episode on how to turn your blog into a business. And that's become a really popular episode of the Playful Mompreneur podcast because I think a lot of you are starting in the world of blogging and you want to monetize that blog. You want to turn it from a sort of personal project into a monetized business. And so that's episode nine. So I'm sure that you've got some follow-up questions on that that you want to ask. So fire away on those. And then in episode 10, that was when I did my reflections on Lynn's interview on simplifying, prioritizing, and going with your energetic flow. Of actually going, you know what? I don't have to work my eight-hour day. I don't have to work five days a week. I don't have to work the whole month. I can work, you know, three weeks of the month and take the fourth week off. In the world of mompreneurship, everything is designable. You can figure it all out and make your own rules. But I think it's also hard to do. You've got to be so intentional. You've got to to simplify. It's really it's not simple. (laughs) So if you've got questions on simplifying, on prioritizing, on actually managing your time and on what it looks like to go with your energetic flow, fire away on those ones. Then in episode 11 and 12, I had Ashley Becker-Nunley on the show. And Ashley is an OT like Wendy. They're both occupational therapists. And Ashley was so interesting because I entitled her interview Seriously Playful because she really shows up to her business seriously. She takes her business really seriously, but she is at the same time so playful. And I think for many of us really overachieving or high achieving, uh, ambitious kind of mompreneurs, we kind of think, oh, playfulness sounds a little unprofessional. It sounds a little slapdash, a little uh, sort of mediocre. And Ashley shows us that you can still take your business really seriously, but still be playful. And then in episode 12, when I reflected on that interview, I talked about handling FOMO or the fear of missing out and embracing more focus as a mompreneur. And this has been such an interesting 
idea for me to uh, ponder on and to chew on because for me playfulness has a certain um, directionlessness to it. We play for its own sake. There does not have to be any clear intention with playing. We just do it because we're playing. And so I was like, oh, but then how can we be focused? But again, I think in reflecting on Ashley's interview, I I saw that you can be focused and sometimes being focused is the most playful thing. When we're playing a game, we've got to have those boundaries. We've got to have those rules. And That's what that focus brings you. And that brings you freedom. So I'd I'd love to know if that one resonates with you. And if if you've got any questions about that and struggles with around, around being focused, but then also being playful. In episode 13, I did a solo episode on what is play and what does it mean for mompreneurs. I did this in a form of a review of Stuart Brown's book called Play and This was a fun episode because I got to dive into some of the research that I've been doing for my book. And Stuart Brown's book is great because it draws on a lot of research and the more academic side of what does play look like and how then you can apply that to business. So if you've got questions about being playful in business, fire away there. And then we have episode 14 and 15, which were Amanda's episodes about having less stuff, less stress and more space and more time for what matters. Not surprising given that she is a personal organizer, but more than that, she deals with a lot of the mindset behind us keeping stuff in our houses. And she had so many reflections also on unschooling her daughter, which is very cool for me as a homeschooler of my sons. And it was just so exciting. So if you've got questions about unschooling, about homeschooling, about being a mompreneur while you're homeschooling your children or child, ask me those ones. If you've got questions on simplifying and on creating more space, more time in your schedule, more time for what matters, then yeah, ask me about that. And then Amanda's episode really got me thinking because at the time I was busy writing my book and trying to get my first draft done and dusted, which is really harder than you think. (laughs) Just getting a rough draft down and a first draft down. And so in episode 15, you'll hear my reflections on how I got things done through a marathon and not a sprint. So I give some of the behind the scenes of my book writing process and also my reflections on Amanda's interview. So if you'd like to hear a little bit more about my book writing process, perhaps you want to ask me about that. Then in episode 17, I interviewed Candice Alvey. And Candice is my in real life friend from tennis. Our kids play tennis together. And this was probably one of my most popular episodes, I think, because it also dealt with homeschooling with business ownership, and then creating space for creativity. In her reflection episode, in episode 18, I reflected on how Candice has now started a second business alongside her her business, Alexi's Lunch. She also now has started a second business called Beautifully Planned. And in that business, she's created the planner called the Beautifully Planned Planner, So that was really interesting to see how she had started this new business 
and just so cool. I, I love, you know, there's so many, so many opportunities, so many freedoms for us as mompreneurs. And that's why I struggle with this idea, or not struggle, I stew on this idea of focus. And as opposed to also taking up the freedoms and the opportunities as mompreneurs. So sometimes it's hard to know which opportunities to take, which risks to take, and where to sort of go with the sure thing money. And that brings me to Jennifer Locke's interview. So her interview is in episode 19. And then the most recent episode prior to this one was my reflection on that is the value of sure thing work. So Jen is my author coach and she's walked me through the book writing, first drafting process and the self-publishing process for the last six months. And we talked about how she really like, stumbled into entrepreneurship she realized almost you know a few months into it that oh she was actually doing a service for people she was doing content creation for them and then one of her clients asked her to go write a book for them and then she realized oh my goodness I've got a business here and I thought that was so cool because I think that is a more common scenario than we think of mompreneurs actually starting a business by accident and maybe it's not by accident it's more stumbling into it and it's a happy coincidence or a happy serendipity and I think if you're listening to this you might be in that position where you like oh okay I have actually started a business this is what a business is so if you're in that space And you've got questions about, okay, whoops, I started a business. Where to now? I want to hear all those questions because I really want to help beginning mompreneurs to stay the course because that first part of business is quite exciting. And then it's, it's, takes a bit of plan and intention and almost acceptance of like, this is a business. So I need to run it as such. So please, if you are in that beginning stages of business, I really want to hear from you. Please go to playfulmompreneur.com and record your question. And then finally, in episode 20, we talked about the value of sure thing work in an uncertain world. And I reflected on Jane's interview because of something that she said in the interview, but I've also added a little bit more and maybe like just embroidered upon Jane's point there on the value of a sure thing. So Here I'm talking about maybe repurposing existing resources that you've got or old resources that you've got that you like feel, oh my goodness, I've moved past that or um, this doesn't really fit my brand anymore, but it's still useful to people in your audience. And then you can put that on sale and say, okay, I'm retiring this particular product. Um, So there we go. So just put it out there for sale. And it's kind of like sure thing in terms of you don't have to put a whole lot of work into it. You just, you've got the product already, so you can just put it up for sale and then see who buys it. And there's this urgency factor, authentic urgency of people going, oh, I actually really do need that. And I want to get it now before she retires it and it's not available anymore. And the other side of sure thing work is more on the services side. And often that's, <laughs> I, in my experience, it's been like working for a previous employer or working for another entrepreneur where it's not like my brand that I'm building, but I'm working for someone else. And in that way, it's not like this, 
you know, it doesn't feel like you're building your own business. And some people will say, oh my goodness, you're not playing big enough. You need to only be working on your own business. You need to be only doing work that fulfills your dreams and that sort of thing. But I believe that there is a place for strategic sure thing work like that. So ask me questions about sure thing work, what could it look like to you? And listening to the episode afterwards, I I was like, oh, I don't know if I've answered the question, how do you find sure thing work clearly enough? So maybe that's a question you want to ask. All right. So then I've listed out a whole bunch of stuff that I have learned along my mompreneur journey and that I would love to talk about on the podcast. But only if you want me to talk about it, I am at your service. So I'm going to just talk about some of the things that I would really like to talk about and see if those are questions that are coming up for you. And then in that case, I am so happy to answer your question. It'll be perfect synergy. So here are some of the things that I would love to talk about playfulness and then what it looks like in your business. This is such a huge topic and I think it's a new angle on approaching business. So if you've got any questions around playfulness as a mindset, playfulness in practice, in business, I want to hear from you. Uh, Podcasting. You guys, I am so in love with podcasting and I'm telling everyone to start a podcast at the moment. Um, no, not not that bad. But I, I'm just feeling like there is this move towards what I've seen now is this media first. So doing audio and video and then sort of repurposing that into written content. And I think there is going to be this move or this trend towards that kind of content. And I've loved doing audio. As a copywriter, I find that I'm rather critical about my words on the page or on the screen. And so I can take very long to write a blog post or to write an email or to write an Instagram caption. So podcasting has been so liberating for me in that I can just sit here, talk my head off, and I then have a piece of content. But let me know if you want to know about how I started this podcast why I started the podcast, where I see podcasting and audio for entrepreneurs and mompreneurs, ask anything around podcasting. Now I mentioned about copywriting. I love copywriting. I especially love copywriting for clients rather than doing my own copywriting. And I love writing sales pages. So where you're selling a specific offer or a specific product and you need sales page that is going to close the deal for you. So if you have questions about that, I'd love to do an episode or two on writing your sales page, on copywriting on your website, on copywriting in your social media and that sort of thing. Also launching. So I I have, I still have a signature framework called the Launch and Love It framework. And that goes through seven steps to launch your product and to run a successful launch. Could be a product or it could be a service package. So if you'd like to know a little bit more about playful launching for mompreneurs, then ask me that on theplayfulmompreneur.com. Go and hit that red button, record your question about launching, how to do launching, where to start, what's like 
the minimum things you need in a launch. And talking about minimum things, minimum viable product. Has anyone heard about that on this podcast? (laughs) If you've been listening to a few episodes, you'll know that I talk about that all the time. Minimum viable products, or I think I'm going to call them mini products or mini services. Because what I'm looking at here is really getting out of the starting blocks and starting to run that race. So stop overanalyzing and getting analysis paralysis with your products or your services, which a lot of us mompreneurs can get into. And get that product out in the face of the customers. But the idea is that you do the minimum amount of work to validate your product idea. And then you start moving forward with it and adding to it, recording stuff, doing more fancy things. But coming up with that minimum viable product, like simplifying in business, takes some practice. It's a bit of an art. So if you have questions around creating a minimum viable product for your business, tell me a little bit about your business and what kind of minimum viable products could you create. And then business models for mompreneurs. So I spoke about sure thing work and I kind of feel like our business models as mompreneurs need to be balanced with sure thing work and then more experimental work and and then also the kind of heart-led work that we're doing. I, I kind of started to see these three different things. But I think it takes, a, again, a bit of strategy around putting together a business model that your valuable time that you have as a mom to spend on your business. And I know a lot of you will have like five hours a week max to be spending on your business. That is hard. And you've got to use those five hours very strategically. And that's where I think you kind of need this balance between some sure thing work that you know is going to come in, some experimental work, and then some of this like totally heart driven work that like whether it makes money or not, it's totally fine. Um, but I, I'm just being so filled by this. But if you have questions around building that as a business model, I want to hear from you. Pricing. Anyone want to talk about that? I'm just going to throw that out there for you. Price in. If you want to know about that, let's talk about that on a podcast episode. Productivity and time management, similar thing here. Oh my goodness, how many episodes could we dedicate to productivity and time management? But I want to hear your particular circumstances. What kind of time do you have? What responsibilities are you balancing? And how can you actually put together an ideal schedule that is going to work for you? Tell me about, you know, if you're feeling like, oh my goodness, I don't know where to start here. Tell me about it. Let's let's see if we can work a plan for you. Homeschooling, I've mentioned this with my back catalogue. How do you, as homeschooling moms, balance homeschooling with being a mompreneur? And I think... Honestly, I think those of you who have kids in school and then suddenly they are not in school and you're in lockdown learning, you have it harder than us homeschoolers, way harder because you're dealing with uncertainty. You never know when that's going to happen and you're not set up. There's a lot of changes in your regular schedule. So in that way, ask me about homeschooling and ask me about managing lockdown learning. I might need to bring in a mom who is doing lockdown learning where the kids are at school regularly and now is having to do online learning. 
for those of you starting up, do you want a startup plan? A playful mompreneur's startup plan? Ask me about that. And then for those of you who have been in the business for some time, do you want a plan for scaling your business and growing your business in a way that's also not going to grow the amount of hours you need to be in the business? Uh, online courses for mompreneurs. I love online courses. I trained as a teacher. I was an instructional designer for a few years and I just love everything online courses. So if you have questions about online courses, what tools to use, um, how to structure your online course, ask away. Also just talking about how to sell as a playful mompreneur without being pushy because we need to sell. Business is an exchange of goods and services for money. So you need to be able to sell those goods and services. So if you'd like to talk more about sales, if sales is something that's tripping you up in your business, please send in your question at playfulmompreneur.com. Website design for mompreneurs, Squarespace and Card are my two faves. Squarespace for a more comprehensive website and Card for a beautiful one-page website that you can just, you, you can get it done. I've had friends who've used Card to just put up an offer in an afternoon. And that's what playfulmompreneur.com is on. It's on card. So if you want to ask about that, I'd love to talk about that. And then on the tech stack side of things and the technology, perhaps you have a question about what technology and tools I use. So ask about that as well. And, and then I just quickly want to talk about collaborations that I can get in on community management, financial management, self-care, blogging, graphic design and using tools like Canva and I love PowerPoint, you guys, social media for mompreneurs, email marketing for mompreneurs and book writing for mompreneurs. All of those I could bring in guest experts. So there we go, you guys. You can't say that I didn't give you lots of ideas for questions. So I'd really appreciate it if you send in your questions. Don't be shy. If you are terribly shy about recording a question, then you can send me an email at podcast at playfulmompreneur.com. I'll leave a link in the show notes for that email address. But go on, send me, send me a question. I'd love to hear your beautiful voice and to hear the question expressed in your voice. At the moment, the limit for the question is 90 seconds. So keep your question really succinct. But if I do get lots of questions, then I'm going to upgrade. So I'm doing minimum viable products here, you guys. Minimum viable marketing. So send in your questions. I will listen to them. If I need to upgrade SpeakPipe, which is the tool I'm using, uh, then I will do that so that you can then have a little bit more time to ask your questions. But for now... Ask one question in the 90 minutes, in 90 seconds. <laughs> I might take 90 minutes to answer your question. And then if you have a second question, then by all means, go and record a second question in 90 seconds. And if you leave your email address there, I will let you know when your question is going to be featured. So I look forward to receiving your questions and happy 21st birthday, Playful Mom Premier Podcast. I'm celebrating not only here in my own little room but i'm just so grateful for all of you tuning in so we can all celebrate together that's the end of our mompreneur play date today 
but come again soon. Subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. But the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at playfulmompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to playfulmompreneur.com and sign up there. And then playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your mompreneur friends by sending them over to playfulmompreneur.com or tell them to search the Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur.